Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and I am flying solo, folks, for the moment while I wait for my colleague to show up here. They have been on a buying spree this week. We're going to talk about that on the show and much, much more. It is a fantastic week for precious metals and everything gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. There is a lot to get into. I want to talk about going back to the basics, about the fine essentials that you need to be aware of when planning your wealth, when realizing what might be the next wave of where you will be profitable. That and much, much more on this show. We have updates on diamonds. Of course, you know how we've been talking lately about pink diamonds, the pink legacy 50 million Winston diamond now owned by him exclusively is getting a lot of buzz. It has been on every major news site. It is a harbinger of things to come for pink pricing. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about inventory that we currently have available. We'll talk about the Christmas season coming up, holiday season, and what we have for you. Freebies, of course, we'll throw those in and a lot more on the markets at large here on The Real Money Show. Now, as a reminder before we get going, we are not your financial planners or advisors. We certainly are experts in the area of gold and silver, and more particular, in the area of physical gold and silver. We will not be dealing ever in the paper realms. We do not talk futures. We do not talk options. We don't talk ETFs. We don't talk equities. We are simply the pros in Canada, North America, and globally on physical gold and silver. And that's where we'll get started here, folks, because this has been a week of stability. Pricing has remained consistent. I'm taping the show on Friday of this week. Paul and Jeremy are out of office on what is going to hopefully be a very fruitful buying opportunity for them. And we'll find out more about that next week as uh, as the case may have for us. They are preparing to do some very deep investigative work. And I say that with the utmost of uh, light-hearted humor because they're having fun, hopefully. And that's what gold and silver and investing in gold and silver should be all about. Now, that being said, I am waiting for my colleague to come in to help me with this week's show. So bear with me while we run through a few of the more important topics of the week. You see, gold and silver had a very good week. And let's congratulate everyone that took the opportunity to buy some gold and silver and get back to those basics, back to the fundamentals that keep us safe in uncertain markets. And we want to make certain that you as a listener do the exact same thing. I will start with an article from friend to the show, Jim Rickards. You may know him. He's written several books. He's a professional analyst. He's a professional market analyst of the world over, well-known author. He's had inside uh, inside knowledge, of course, because he worked in the central banking uh, facilities and institutions for many of a decades. And he writes this week an article entitled, Multiple Risks Are Converging on Markets. It was released November the 20th. I hope we get this out to our LinkedIn group and on the newsletter. This is from dailyreckoning.com. And he writes, and I quote, one of the questions I am asked most frequently in my global travels is what will be the cause of the next financial crisis? This question is asked by those who understand that the crisis is coming, but want to pin down the date or a specific turn of events that will help them know when to react. He goes on to say, my answer is always the same. 
we can be certain the crisis is coming and can estimate its magnitude, but no one knows exactly when it will happen or what the specific catalyst will be. Now, folks, that is something you will hear from many analysts right now. And this particular month and last month of October have been very interesting in terms of the stock market at large. For those that are wondering, is there money to be made? Well, certainly I think that you can always delve into something and do due diligence on it enough so that you, yourself, your family, or those that you are investing with will come up with a winner every now and then. But on the large macro basis, the stock markets are at their end. It is time for a breather, folks. Mark my words, this is going to happen. Now, as Jim Rickard says, we don't know whether it will be today, tomorrow, or a month from now. But the likeliness of the stock markets doubling from here or going on another huge surge would be solely dependent upon the ability of the U.S. economy and the U.S. economy alone to fully recover. And if you've been paying attention to The Real Money Show, you know behind the headlines, behind all the Trump, behind all of the other issues that lie uh, out there in terms of the positive viewpoints they have, there is nothing suggesting that this is going to happen. So while we are sitting here and taping this show, let me read you another part about what Jim Rickards has to say. And he says, the second part of my answer is to prepare for the crisis now. When it happens, it could unfold very quickly. And if you've been paying attention to the stock market lately, you know how quickly selling fever can spread once it starts. Just look at these past few days alone. We've had multiple days since October when the Dow loses several hundred points, with the other major indexes posting similar losses on a percentage basis. There may not be time or opportunity in the middle of the crisis to take defense measures. That's why I keep reminding my readers that the time to prepare by increasing allocations to cash and precious metals, i.e. his favorite gold, is now. Well, we know what Jim Rickards thinks. We know what lots of analysts think that have certainly been on this show. And if you've been listening to our show, you certainly know what we think. But let's make this very clear and simple for folks listening at home who have never thought about having precious metals in their portfolio. It is back to basics, especially when we think a correction is imminent or when we feel a recession is on the horizon. It is back to the basics, understanding why we love gold and silver. And that, quite simply put, can be found in four fundamental reasons for holding gold and silver. The first one is, of course, currency depreciation. My colleague and good friend Jeremy Wiseman has spent the better part of the last decade talking about gold and silver as savings in helping people to understand why this is an essential and simple concept. You have to own this asset in order to take advantage of that particular view. And this is simply to say that gold and silver are liquid, folks. They can be converted to cash anytime, anywhere around the world. You can't say the same thing about other assets. I can't take a stock certificate with me and sell it in Europe, hoping that they'll buy it and turn it into cash. I can't take other paper instruments and hope that I can get euros from something that's traded at a local bank. 
This is just a fact. And when we start to realize that, we start to focus in on our own wealth here at home and understanding the importance of having a diversified portfolio with assets like gold and silver. So what does it come down to when we talk about depreciating currencies? Well, of course, it's the money printing. You can't survive long term in a world where there has been such a copious amount of money printed hand over fist, especially if we look at the G20 nations, every single last one of them have been on a binge of printing for a decade now. And the U.S. is the big leader. They're certainly, as Paul has coined it, the best of the worst bunch. And they certainly are going to suffer long term because what will happen with all of that printing is that they will devalue their currencies. And this is the plight of every currency that has ever been created. It is why, folks, gold has stood the test of time. It's been around for thousands of years in Roman times. And before that, it was used as a medium of exchange. It continues to support fundamental protection policies around the world. Central banks own it, and we should too. So when we talk about this particular fundamental of currency depreciation, it's the expectation, folks, quite simply put, that the U.S. dollar over the long term is going to falter. And when it does, and when it slides, for those that already know, you'll have seen this happen. We saw it in 2011, 2008, 2006, 2004. The price of gold goes ballistic. It takes off like a rocket ship. And what follows and does even better? It's little friend silver. So for those that don't own it, this is your opportunity. Let me throw the number one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. When you get there, be thinking about these fundamentals we're going to discuss today and going back to basics. Get your free investor kit. Hear it again. Get your free investor kit. It's no obligation. Those that know our firm know we are not in the habit of pressure tactics. We don't twist arms. We want you to be educated. And when you do get educated, we think 100% you will come back to us and make the right decision, which is to own gold and silver. If you want to put it inside of your depository account because you feel that you need safety and security and be able to trade it back and forth, buy and sell it, you can do that. We'll set you up with a vault uh, storage program called the depository account, and that's easy to do, whether it's a 1,000 ounces of silver, 10 or 20 ounces of gold, whatever it may be. You can visit it. It's allocated. It's segregated. It's in your name. You get the serial numbers. If you want to extend that a bit further, have the safety of storage, but take advantage of something that the government has given to us. Put it in your RSP, any type of RSP. We do them all. Put it in a TFSA. That's a tax-free savings account. And if you don't owe one, come to us because we'd like you to do more research and know the benefits of having a TFSA. Now, that being said, we are going to spend a few moments today talking about the other three fundamentals, getting back to basics here, but I want you to recognize the opportunity of a lifetime. Gold is trading right now in and around the 1220 to 1225 range, silver in and around the 1420 to 1450 range. These represent opportunities of a lifetime, folks. These are metals which could easily double inside of a single year, 12 months or less. You could see the price of gold rally to $2,400. You could see easily the price of silver rally to $28 an ounce. That could happen while you're sleeping. And if you want to take advantage of that, at least get yourself that investor kit. one silver 
guildhallwealth.com is the website to go to. We're going to be talking about the rest of the fundamentals, getting back to basics, more on what Rickards had to say about the markets at large. And uh, later in the show, the Pink Legacy Diamond. What does it mean for pink diamond prices? Where are we heading from here? And how soon before we see those prices take hold of the market and the mainstream get excited and uh, no longer keep this the best investing secret that you could look at in terms of natural fancy colored diamonds. That and much, much more. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long. And finally, beside me today is my colleague, Jerry Karaya. And I'm happy to have him here. He's, and I'm uh, happy to be back on the show. Yeah, taking a little bit of time to come down this morning because of traffic and whatnot to get in here and do this. But with Paul and Jeremy out on a buying spree this weekend, having a little fun of their own, hopefully taking some downtime, which is well-deserved, this is a good opportunity to get another opinion, another take, another voice on what precious metals are doing. Now, in the first segment, I talked and brought up an article from friend of the show, Jim Rickard, uh, a well-established analyst and certainly well-respected writer in the industry, one of the best, multiple books on the dollar values and debt and lots happening there. And he was discussing in this week's article called Multiple Risks Are Converging on Markets, Timing. And we were tying that in, Jerry, with getting back to basics and understanding that protection of wealth is not just having the paper assets. The stock market is done, okay? It's not going to double from here. Mark my word. I don't need to be a planner, an advisor, analyst, do that. Although I am an analyst, I certainly don't think that the stock markets are doubling from here. In fact, we're teetering on the brink of some major event, which in all honesty might not be as bad as everybody says. It's not going to be go and get your foodstuffs and hide in the ground in your bunker and things of that nature. And I certainly don't think that it will be one which uh, which jolts the world enough to, to change uh, uh, currency types or lose the uh, respected uh, usage of the U.S. dollar as the reserve currency. At least I hope it isn't. But if it is, why not be prepared? And why not take advantage of what we think is coming down the pipe if it isn't? We think there's a huge bull market opportunity in gold and silver. We think the price of gold is teetering on breaking out into double its price. Jerry, up into the 2000 to 3000 range, silver easily going back to where it went at $49 an ounce. Why not take advantage of it if you're an investor? It's what Jim Rickard said. He said, prepare yourself, get ready for this event, have gold, have cash, and be smart about this. This is a stock market which is flashing warning signs all over the world. This week was a good example, Jerry. As we sat in the office, we saw multiple days where there were five, 600 point down days in the Dow only to rally late in the day, you know as well as I do that that isn't the common investor saying, well, opportunity knocks, I should buy it up. That's the plunge protection team. That's other uh, powers that be. They're investing time and effort. They're printing more dollars, just just throwing it out there, trying to protect it. They do the same thing with the US dollar. And Rickard just saying here at the end of the article, this is a danger, and I'll quote exactly what he says. We're looking at another debt crisis and global financial panic. Only this time, it won't come from mortgages alone, but from all directions at once. So let me repeat what I said earlier. The time to prepare by increasing allocations to cash and gold is now. Regards, Jim Records. And that's how he ends the article. And essentially, it is a warning sign. And he'll be the first to say, I told you so. 
And many analysts that are on his same wavelength, sharing the same opinion, will say the same thing. Now, in particular, what's interesting about that first fundamental we discussed in the first segment of currency depreciations is that it goes hand in hand with the idea of debt. And debt is a major important uh, point to understand and why and how it impacts gold and silver. This is a good week for that because, Jerry, what you brought with you was an article and uh, an author that we respect and certainly have uh, great admiration for discussing that very topic, which is debt. Absolutely. Jim Rickards mentions various times that he doesn't know what the catalyst could be and when it can happen, the magnitude of it. We just know that there are plenty catalysts with exploding sovereign debt levels, Fed balance sheets, uh, ballooning, increasing consolidation of banking industry. I'm going to digress. I'm going to keep going. There's ticking time bomb of toxic derivatives still in the market today. There's distrust of government, growing geopolitical tensions, Russia, China dumping U.S. debt dollars. There's trade wars, economic wars. And there is an end of the petrodollar, potentially. But the narrative is still the same across the board, whether it be Jim Rickards or any other analyst. The narrative remains the same. History repeats, but this time around, it's in inflated fashion. We knew 2008 was a debt-borne crisis. Now we read uh, that global debt is actually up 76% since the global financial crisis. So we learned nothing. Nothing. In other words, we, we painted over it with a It was with the a cause paper brush. and the solution. Right. And now we're back again. History does repeat. And folks, the writing is on the wall. Global debt is up 76%. What is next? Now, Ray Dalio, the head of the world's largest hedge fund, Bridgewater, was actually interviewed recently by Bloomberg. And he warned last week that the U.S. dollar could depreciate as much as 30% as the U.S. fiscal policy erodes the trust of the U.S. dollar. And we're seeing this with countries dropping the usage of the U.S. dollar. And it's starting to see foreign buyers disappear of U.S. treasuries. The U.S. dollar role will diminish, is what he says on the interview. And the returns on U.S. dollar-denominated debt will suffer. Of course, the historic inverse relationship between gold and the U.S. dollar, we would see a rise in of of gold and silver in such a scenario because again there is a historic inverse relationship and this is what he says about the markets talk about printing money and and throwing money into the markets and companies buying up their own shares when you're at a zero percent interest rate in the u.s a zero interest rate in europe and a zero interest rate in japan they've already squeezed out of out of the juice of a lot of assets He says he thinks the world, by and large, is leveraged long. Meaning the buying of debt, corporate debt, one of the biggest sources of returns on assets, was the fact that the interest rate was low. Now, this is artificially stimulated growth. It's not just the U.S., however. It's the entire whole world that has been on a debt binge. And indeed, the first quarter of this year saw one of the fastest rates ever with $8 trillion of fiat currency added in just one quarter, according to the Institute of International Finance. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website. Go there, get information, because what we're talking about here is going to change the way you perceive your wealth. It is insurance, folks. It is something that is meant to be owned. It is meant to be in your portfolio. It's meant to be tangible. 
physical gold and silver. And at the website there, you can ask for the free investor kit. You can get yourself on the weekly newsletter mailing list. That is free of charge. We want you to be educated and we want you to do your own due diligence. We will help you take every step you need to move forward and add gold and silver to your portfolio. But it all starts with you getting educated. Now, Jerry, when you're talking about that problem, I'm getting the sense that before this happened in 2008, 2009, really the one part of the world we were most concerned about was the U.S. and what was happening primarily in the subprime mortgage area that had bled out to the rest of the world. Now, most analysts are talking about this time around, not so much being focused on the U.S., but the entire world experiencing it. Jim Rickards just wrote about it in that article I quoted in the first in the beginning of this segment, but this is going to be a world problem, correct? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, at the onset of the great financial crisis, it was a debt-borne crisis. The global debt figure was around $140 trillion. Today, global debt is exceeding $245 trillion. So what had happened, according to Ray Dalio, and he reported this in his Bloomberg interview going back to that, the whole world has been on a debt binge. The first quarter of this year alone saw the fastest rates of debt being added at a rate of $8 trillion added in one quarter alone, according to the Institute of International Finance. For context, the whole world, the whole year of 2017, saw $22 trillion added. Now, again, if we put that $8 trillion of freshly created fiat money into context, and if we compare it to the original money of gold, $8 trillion increase in fiat debt is 58 times more than global gold production production value in 2018 alone. So let's put that into context. 58 times than the gold production value in 2018. That is insane. Well, that is insane. And, and what it tells me, Jerry, is that people have glazed over. They've, they've overlooked one of the basic fundamentals of a thousand plus years of investment expertise, which is you have to have tangible assets in your portfolio. This is not a good situation to be in, folks. And let me tell you something. If you think that gold, or let's focus on silver for a minute, might be too expensive for you, give some consideration to where we are in the marketplace. Not but a handful of years ago in 2011, in this very bull market we're still experiencing today, we were teetering on $50 an ounce in the price of silver. It has taken approximately a 60% jump down in value, and that has been, for the better part of the last few years, the best value asset that I could have ever put into my portfolio for long-term growth. If I'm looking at short-term and I want to be an expert in penny stocks, that's not here. This is not where you come. Uh, This is something you do on your own. But in terms of long-term protection, gold and silver are the fundamental ways to do that. Now, when we're talking about gold, we touched base earlier in this show on how to get into the depository account. Storage is very simple. You buy a 1,000 ounces of silver. It's 10 100-ounce bars of Royal Canadian Mint, beautiful product. You put it into the depository. There is a storage cost. It's super minimal in comparison. It's a, you know, basically the price of silver needs to move up uh, a paltry 30, 40 cents a year to cover the cost of storage. So it's next to nothing. And it's very simple to go and see your product, touch it, hold it, take pictures of it. But it's prepared for if the market moves up. You want to buy and sell on a phone call. Well, in addition to that, we talked about putting it in a TFSA. 
Right now, every 5,000 you put in, it's still the same that we've had since day one. Every 5,000 US you put into a TFSA or an RSP of any type, you're going to get one gram free of gold. And that's to say thank you for coming aboard. In addition to that, we are also going to hold your hand, get that account open for you, help you to understand how easy it is to get this done. And it is bar none about a 15 to 20 minute, maybe 30 minute process that you can do very easily. We're going to talk about another type of account when we come back and the Pink Leg Legacy Diamond that sold just recently and what it means to pink diamond prices, as well as the other fundamentals in the market. So a lot to get through, Jerry. We're going to have a lot more to say on the topics of where gold and silver are heading as well. And I want everybody to stay tuned for that reason. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Glad that you're still with us. And here we are, part three of the show today. And Jerry, first two segments have been whirlwind. They went by 100 miles an hour. We are taping on Friday of this week, folks. So if you're listening to the show on Saturday or Sunday, we are seeing precious metals prices, gold hovering in the 1220 to 1230 range, right where it is ideal and optimal for a tipping point towards upper or higher prices. Saw a little bit of a pullback from that higher pricing we saw midweek in silver from 1450 down to the 1420 to 1430 range, holding right in a consistent range and uh, looking to break out both of them. We saw the Dow this week teeter on 24,000. Just about 500 points above 24,000 right now. It's crucial support level and the TSX, unfortunately, teetering at 15,000 as we tape this show right now and looking as though it may break down. So unfortunately, I don't think that the stock market has much life left, Jerry, and we've talked about the reasons why. This is a cascading effect of sorts when you dump money, which is already dirty or bad or has been uh, created out of thin air at already existing bad money, which is debt following debt following debt. We heard just a few weeks ago, Bank of America opened up their very first $20 billion subprime mortgage portfolio once again. These are all the warning signs being flashed. Who doesn't have the smarts enough to pay attention? Take what you got in disposable income, and it's got to be disposable. Don't use credit cards. Don't use lines of credit. It doesn't make sense. And think about how you can diversify yourself. It doesn't just have to be gold and silver. It can be other assets as well. But gold and silver make a great fundamental way to do this. Now, we talked about depreciating currencies earlier in the show. And you know what? Let's face it. U.S. dollars going to hell in a handbasket. Whether it happens in our lifetime or not, Jerry, I can't say for sure. I can't predict. But we saw that weakness in the very first part of this bull market from 2002 to 2011, where we saw dollar parity with the Canadian dollar to U.S. dollar. That is what our future could hold, folks. We don't know yet. Uh, we're uncertain ourselves about our own economy, but the U.S. dollar, Mike my words, is going to drop in value. The best anti-asset that rises in value when the U.S. dollar falls is gold. And what chases gold and gives you better performance, at least during this bull market? Silver. So what do I want to show right now? Before we talk about pink diamonds, we often overlook the allocated financing accounts. Now, most people will say, us, not for me. They hear the term financing. Oh my God, I'm not going to finance something. You just told me don't even buy my credit card. That's the same thing. This is not what we're preaching, folks. It's not what we're talking about. This is not the concept that we use. We talk about this every week. We call it other people's money. And that's how the rich get rich. They use somebody else's money. And this is exactly the way we want to do this. And capturing a market in silver in particular will give the example 
example now, but when the price of silver rallies six, seven, eight bucks, I want to be doubling my money, not waiting for it mm-hmm. to go up from 14 to 28. I know it's going to 28. I want to take full maximum advantage of this. How do I do it? I use allocated financing, not for everyone. Essentially what we do is we say, look, you have a dollar to invest. Instead of turning that dollar into $3, let's take 30 or 40 cents of that dollar and put it into silver. We're going to get the same dollar worth of value. We're going to have and hold and have the allocated bars in our name. And in the case of a thousand ounces of silver, which would probably cost in and around the neighborhood of about 17,000 US, maybe in and around 21, 22,000 Canadian, I could own that same 10 100 ounce bars of Royal Canadian Mint Silver using the allocated financing account for as little as about 85, 8,600 Canadian right now. That could be my bars in my name. I can see them, touch them, hold them. And it means, folks, that if the market were to rise six, seven dollars an ounce, you've doubled your outlay. And that's something that I find very powerful. And Jerry, this is what we talk about. People have life expectations. They have goals. They want to reach certain plateaus in wealth. This is one of the ways we can help you to do it. It's called allocated financing. It's something we love doing. We can package it together with other types of investments, something registered or with the e-store purchases or cash purchases. We can do all of that. And we're happy to help you out with that at Guildhall. Now, Jerry, back on the topic of colored diamonds. We've had a tremendous couple of months. It's been extremely busy in our office. We've had a ton of fanfare out there publicly, but there has been one overwhelming theme with natural fancy color diamonds and their wealth value. And that is that five years ago, when a big diamond, important diamond got auctioned at Sotheby's or Christie's, we would know about it and we would bring it to the public. We would introduce the people speaking about it. And if it was Winston or Graph or some other super investor that bought it, we'd let them know who it was. No longer do we have to do that. I sent out probably in the neighborhood of 20 or 30 personal email to people that have been collecting diamonds and my clientele, Paul's, the company's clientele, just this past week and a half where the email was nothing but a warm hello, here are the results. We always keep them up to date on new results. And it must have been at least 15, 20 links to major publications, ABC News, CNN, uh, BBC, Forbes, uh, CBC, CTV, Globe and Mail, every major news outlet ran a headline on this pink legacy diamond. And there were other diamonds that had sold like this. This was the highest per carat in history. But what I'm getting at is express to me more recently what you've been through with your clients. Uh, Namely, you don't have to say who the client is, of course, but tell us about the experience a person has. Typically, they come for gold and silver. They get introduced to natural fancy colored diamonds. Take me from there, Jerry. They're looking for a reserve, and that's the the key here. Um, There are reasons to be decoupled from conventional arrangements such as currencies and financials. So naturally, people come and approach us interested in gold. But when they learn uh, through the educational means that we use, through the radio, through the seminars, through our guides, and through our, our, you know, having GIA alum on staff, we have... Uh, enough information to provide to our clients to have them warm up to the thought of, look, gold is a way for central banks to protect their wealth and to preserve 
their their long standing in in society. Whereas color diamonds, on the other hand, have always been generational wealth handed down throughout history. We can go back. So all we're doing is introducing this theory that we should mimic what the central banks are doing and what the wealthy families are doing and have done for generations. They will never. These wealthy families will never sell their family jewels. So what we have here are some of the best, if not the best, array of natural fancy color diamonds in the world. It's just so exciting to see that and be able to offer uh, something this rare to our clients. So I had a client who speculated in some Bitcoin for a while, and we, we he he saw the growth, but then saw the volatility. I introduced Argyle. Now the excitement of the Argyle. It's amazing to see. The excitement that we have had, ongoing for about ten years plus, in argyle pinks and vivid yellows, now coming to the mainstream media, as as Darren mentioned, numerous articles from you know NBC and Mining News and all over the all over the realms, people are now waking up to our excitement. So when he had the Bitcoin at at the peak of twenty thousand, he wanted to preserve that that gain, and what a better way. Take the profit off the top, whether it be Bitcoin, whether it be the stock market. The stock market today is it's defying uh, the seven-year cycle, the eight-year cycle even. We're on the ninth year. And folks, it's not about gambling. I mean, it may be fun to go on a weekend trip to Ram or some casino to gamble and have some fun, but not with your generational wealth, not with your family. You are here to steward wealth, in my opinion. So one of the best ways is a natural fancy color diamond. We convert it out of a Bitcoin. We got into a pink diamond, and it was just that easy. Where's that diamond now? He has it in a, a pink diamond, Argyle, beautiful setting. We have the setting pictures on the site, and this is something that is custom, generational wealth for a long time. And guess what? Since he purchased, that diamond has been up about fifteen to twenty percent per year, and he loves it. He wants another one, Darren. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. That's a site where you can go and look at those diamonds right now, folks. Don't take your time. Get right over there and start educating yourself. There are lots of ways that you can learn to make wealth and create long-term wealth for yourself. This is one we discuss very often every week on the show, but it does not get enough interest. I'm telling you right now, it is an area which is the best kept secret of investing, and that is natural fancy colored diamonds. Now, Jerry, We've been talking at length about Argyle Pinks in particular as of late, and I've written extensively about them. We're just about to release another article to the public that I finished up a, a few weeks ago, and that particular article is is a, in a series of articles we've been discussing, which is noting where the Argyle mine is. Now, folks, if you don't know anything about pink diamonds other than they're very beautiful and they're very expensive... There is but one mine in the world that is of any consequence or matter in this industry, and that is the Argyle Pink Diamond Mine in Western Australia. Now, that is a bit of a misnomer because it's not a pink diamond mine. It's a white diamond mine. It's owned by a parent company, public company, Rio Tinto, and this particular mine happens to mine between 80 to 90% of all the pink diamonds in the entire world. Now, in and of itself, that's not a big deal because we can go there and people don't have the impression of what that really means. Well, this what it means, folks. On a yearly basis, take a nice little simple champagne flute and fill it with diamonds. And there you have one year's production of the entire world of pink diamonds. Now, take from that champagne flute one one-hundredth of that glass and take those diamonds 
And those are the ones that we're after and have placed on our website. Then you start to understand how rare that particular type of investment is. And it is what you are paying for. And it is what is going to make money for you and your family long term. And that's all we're here to do is make you money. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website to go to. We're going to talk a little more about Argyle Diamonds when we come back from the break. We've got to get through three more fundamentals. I don't know if we can do it in the last segment. And we're going to talk about a little more regarding uh, transparency in the gold and silver market and what it means for pricing. We'll do that much, much more. When we come back here, you are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. In the final segment here, the home stretch, folks, as it may be, we appreciate you taking the time this week to tune in and stay tuned because there is so much to talk about and we cannot emphasize the important enough that we are here for you to make money. That is why we have The Real Money Show, is why we talk about owning gold and silver. By my side this week, Jerry Cry from our office, Paul and Jeremy out on a big buying spree talking to people uh, both in the gold and silver industries as well as the diamond industries trying to uh, save our inventory because it is getting more difficult to get high quality colored diamonds. It's certainly getting more costly. The question that's on my mind, Jerry, that gets asked quite frequently, and uh, I said there was a question, I said I'm going to propose this to you, hopefully you'll have an answer. It's a pretty simple one. I know I have an answer. We get asked, why in the world, if you're investing in natural fancy color diamonds and Guildhall has an in to that world and you guys are paying whatever price you're paying and putting them into your inventory and holding on to why would you be turning around and trying to sell that to the public? Or why would you be sharing that with other people? And that's a question we get asked. I got asked this week from a person that was at our seminar. She called up. She said, I have one question about your pink diamond collection. Why aren't you holding it for yourselves? How come you're not? And the answer, folks, is a quite simply put, is that we are. We are, in fact, holding our own inventory. We do keep diamonds that are very similar to the ones you see on the site in our own inventory. And we do have long-term plans for that inventory. And there are some diamonds which exceed what we have in our inventory that are well beyond the price range of what we've posted or shown to the public. But mark our words, when in the past, Jeremy has talked about the importance of buying the highest quality in the world that we can, well, we also want to have as many as we can, and it's not a big market. We don't have dozens and dozens and dozens of them, so what's available? And Jerry, you just said in between the breaks, you're counting how many Argyles we have left. How many are actually left out of all of our diamonds? Eight. Eight pink diamonds, which could easily be bought by one investor. One investor could buy that whole collection and be laughing all the way to the bank. And, um, you know, certainly with Paul not here this week, I feel comfortable saying it because he likes to protect our inventory. Whereas we're sitting here saying, I want to share this with people. I want people to know this is something you could look at in four or five years, having gained 30, 40% a year because it's such a rare collection to have. People pay for rarity, folks, on the open market, taking eight pink diamonds and putting them into auction all at once. Now there you have a master plan. That's where I can make real money. Now that question, Jerry, uh, same to you. Yeah. What do you see as some of the reasons why Guildhall uh, provides these to, to the public at large? It's definitely a fine line between what we want to keep on inventory because I have 
We have clients that have corporations that actually own diamonds to keep under the corporation on their balance sheet. So it does make sense for corporations to do so. So it is a fine line to determine which diamond we would like to sell and which ones we want to keep. But it's our passion. This is our passion to see someone learn about natural fancy color diamonds, learn about gold and silver and get involved. And not just that, accumulate, become not just an investor, but to become a collector and really harvest that mind from a quick flip mentality investor looking to just flip and 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 not think long term. This is an asset class that has been around. It will continue to be around for your reserves, for your family, for generational wealth. So our passion is just that. We want to share this information. We want to share the assets that will provide you and your family real long-term wealth for generations to come. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website. Early in the show, we're talking about a couple of crucial things as well as pairing gold and silver against the fundamentals of the market. We know about depreciating currencies. They're all going to you-know-what in a handbasket, as we said earlier in the show. The U.S. dollar is going to lead the group. It's the best of the worst bunch, as Paul has always called it. But there are many other that are faltering right now in Brexit and sovereign debt issues. I mean, the European Union does not look good, folks. Italy is in drowning in debt. And that debt is debt that can't be paid back. They're saying now it's possible that as much as one quarter of all their debt might be written off. That's a bankrupt company, a country, folks. That's the bailiff turning the key, pulling it out of the locked door and throwing it away because that's what's going to happen to these countries. And the only thing that's propping them up is the willingness of those countries in a period where globally money printing has become the norm to throw more debt at bad debt. And that's all that's happening. And that's the reason why the stock markets have gone higher. Uh, Tax breaks aside, all of those things aside, it's not enough to make a difference. A couple extra hundred bucks in your pocket a year doesn't make a difference at all. It's grabbing headlines and it's all it is. Get back to the fundamentals. Get back to the basics. Own gold, own silver, own some natural fancy colored diamonds. The second fundamental in that group is a very simple one, and that is the fear of inflation. You can't print all that money and not have this massive worry about things getting inflated. If I have one day a dollar chasing a bag of chips and the next day I got $3 chasing the same bag of chips, well, what happens to the bag of chips? goes up three times or it goes up twice as much, right? We're already experiencing shrinkflation. Happens every week. I post on my Instagram all the time when I open up a package or the kids' packages for their treats or snacks or anything, I am amazed at how much empty packaging there is. But this is shrinkflation, folks. I saw one this week, a popular Christmas or holiday season chocolate that's in a tin. Everybody knows it. It's purple. You can uh, name it by name if you like. I won't say it here. And I saw what it was just 20 years ago in the tin and the tin is almost twice the size 20 years ago and it's not just you know when you see things like that happening like the shrinkflation the size of goods that we once had years ago to now it's not just a matter of us quote-unquote getting ripped off but they're doing it for a reason they cannot afford to produce these big products anymore look at the penny where did the penny go it just costs way too much to make that penny. Inflation. We're losing purchasing power. And you have a great YouTube video. Everyone check out this video by Darren Long, The Power of Silver. It stands the test of time. Three dimes can still, if of, what's the year? 
1965. Three dimes from the U.S. Can still, still buy you the same thing today. Can still get you a gallon of gas. Folks, this is the power of precious metals, of pre- preserving your purchasing power. And this is the reason, as you pile on anything, too much of something loses its value. I used to collect um, baseball cards growing up, and I knew the value of rarity at that time. Too much of something loses its value, and this is all we're doing. We're printing our way into more oblivion, into more of a debt crisis. So folks, the writing's on the wall again, and you have to take action. You're on the fence right now. You're listening to our voices. You're not sure. At this point, you're on the fence because your gut is telling you something. My message, trust your gut. Get into the office. Try buying a silver combo. Get your hands in some physical. Get your hands on some gold. At least you're going to be doing yourself a favor. You're getting yourself insurance. That's all you're doing. Insure your wealth. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website to go to. Jerry, as the show winds down this week, we've talked about depreciating currencies. Now we've mentioned inflation. There is another ugly fundamental that is playing a role in determining where gold and silver goes, and that's going to fall under the guise of geopolitical instability. Another simple idea that falls under that same umbrella, central bank buying. Central banks have been net buyers of gold since about 2009, 2010. What is it telling you folks? You don't hear that. You don't go to your local banks and see them uh, talking about the importance of owning gold, but at the very parent level, those big brands, those big banks, they own gold and central banks around the world, with the exception of our silly central bank in Canada of the G20, they all own gold and they've been net buyers and continue to be net buyers of gold. And that's not going to change. Countries are coming on board left and right. Why? Because of geopolitical instability, you're not sure what's going to happen in the economy. In a, an economy that's happy where people know what's happening, they're not going to be needing to buy and own an asset like gold to protect themselves. They'll be buying foreign currencies. They'll be diversifying in other ways, but not when you have the same situation we have right now. And to make matters even worse, on top of that, it's a time at which we have to question the last fundamental, which is supply and demand. We cannot live in this world where supply and demand doesn't meet our needs. The geological survey, believe it or not, folks, said in 2006, seven that we had enough supply with current mining technology to bring silver out of the ground until 2029. Hasn't made a single dent in the price, but it will, and it'll be too late for those that wait. If you're waiting for $20 an ounce in silver, $22 an ounce to be confirming that the price is going higher, when all of these fundamentals are at play behind the scenes, you are going to miss the boat. Now is the time to get into these two metals. Enjoy them while they're low priced. The fact is that with silver, you're getting an asset that is at the cost of production for many blue chip silver mining companies. It costs them $14 plus to pull it out of the ground right now. It's an incredible resource. You should have it in your portfolio, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. And remember, if you can't touch it, you don't own it. If you cannot hold that silver or gold that you bought, you do not own it. Jerry, some closing points for you today on the show. Guys, promotions. We love giving away things for free. We love meeting new people. We love our new clients. Congratulations to all of the clients, the new clients that started this week. I have many in my mind right now. I just want to shout you guys out. Thanks for getting involved. Grams are on the way, folks. We're giving away a gram of gold for every 5,000 U.S. invested in registered plans, including 
allocated finance accounts, as Darren mentioned. This is a huge opportunity. One of the ingredients for success is getting in early. There is very limited downside potential for silver. You know it. And there's tremendous topside potential. 49.50 was the last peak. We will see the peak. We just don't know what the catalyst will be. Will it be geopolitical concerns? As Darren mentioned, South China Sea, there's six countries right now that are claiming parts of the South China Sea. This can this can be the tipping point. We don't know exactly what it is, but let's prepare today. We have promotions, get your free grams of gold, and ask us for the new diamond guide, beautiful guide that just got made that is in print. Um, request yours today. Give us a call, one eight seven seven eight silver and we're here to help. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate your time. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver Guildhallwealth.com is the website. We wish you all the best during this week and have a prosperous week to those that listen. And as the weather gets cold, remember to take care of those less fortunate. Donate to your local food banks, food drives right now out and about, or clothing that you can spare. Have a great week, folks. We'll talk to you soon. You've been listening on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.